0: I really liked that she wasn't like, okay, no, it's gotta go.
1: How they come in swinging on hoarders?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. At hoarders, <laughs> they come in with gasoline and a bic lighter. They
1: bag the garbage truck up into the front yes. yard, and they're like, "All right, girl."
0: And then they're like, "I haven't seen my cats in forever," and all of a sudden they take out these like furry frisbees, and they're like, "These yes. were your yes. cats."
1: That that
0: is what always happens. Somebody always loses a cat, and it comes and out of the are house. Flat, flat. Honey. Oh my god. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to Normalize This, the show where we discuss whether or not ideas, trends, and behavior should be normalized in everyday society. I'm Danielle Young.
0: And I, once again, am the society, Adam Rippon.
1: <laughs> Period. We love the Adam is a part of society. I love it. I love it. It's where this, I belong. It's where you belong. Today, Adam, OMG, is going to be good. We're going to discuss walking away.
0: Yeah, I'm ready. How are you feeling about this? I'm
1: feeling really good about it. It's, you know, walking away can be seen as so many different ways and and so many different things. So I'm um, excited to, like, share some of my personal stories of walking away and, like, what that feels like and looks like and um, maybe make y'all feel good about leaving something in the dust.
0: Please make me feel good, Danielle. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm That's on Halle my Berry's knees. famous Oscar-winning line.
0: Mm. It's a good one to have at the beginning <laughs> of this podcast because at the end, it gets even better. Oh, because yes. the second part of Speaking this of podcast... Make me feel good. Oh, I'm going to make you feel <laughs> great if I have any say in it. Mm. Because it's my favorite part, which is... Uh, keep it or curb it. And that's in the second half of this episode. That's where Danielle and I are going to decide whether we love something or we literally hate it and it's got to go.
1: Away from me.
0: And away from me.
1: Disgustingness. Horrible. I'm excited. But before we get into the show, you know we got to do it. It's the fun fact. I love that y'all are getting to know us. Well, Mm -hmm. mostly me, because you know Adam's fun facts are...
0: They're hit or miss. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes. Fun, mostly not facts.
0: Yeah, I have a, I have an interesting one. Ooh. Okay, so I started in the year 2023 using this digital planner app. It's called Good Notes,
1: and my organizational friend. Ooh, I, Danielle, I love it.
0: And I'll tell you, my planner looks like it's from a seventh grade girl because you can get these <laughs> digital stickers. I know, I'm really, I am not well. I am sick in the head, but I do, I love it. Is it I Lisa love it so Frank much.
1: realness? Like, what are you it's,
0: giving? Yeah, it's very Lisa Frank went to a uh, performing arts school.
1: Ooh, she grew up.
0: She grew up.
1: She got interesting.
0: Yeah, finally, I've been waiting for her to be to <laughs> get her
1: tech. The color zebra.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry.
1: Um, get, no, get it together. I love this. So, what do you you Like, obviously, you you plan your your life with this, but like, what are how? Give me some details.
0: Okay, so I you can des- you can design design the whole thing any way you want. So okay. I decided that I want to have the full month and I want to have a week. I don't need to do the daily because the daily is going to make me feel like I don't have anything going on, you know? Because mm. it's like, there's so much space to write like every every hour out. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't need to see that there's three things on there. That's going to make me feel like I don't do anything. And I'm going to have to add a bunch of stickers.
1: Do you? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Legally, I'm <laughs> bound
0: to <laughs> <laughs> all of these stickers you don't understand i have my back against the wall so, oh my
1: gosh and it's called good notes
0: good notes i'm gonna send you a screenshot of like what my calendar uh looks like
1: i'm very obviously looking this up or do you use your ipad for this i use my
0: ipad because um it's that's giving what, like, i
1: want to use my ipad and now i have to get that little pencil
0: yeah it is and you know Capital what lesson. i even ordered like one of those like a different tip that you can add to the end of your um, uh uh-uh,
1: too far well but not really like now that I'm looking at it I'm like wait a second
0: no it's it's so it's you crazy because in. they
1: are basically selling you I'm looking at goodnotes.com right now it is selling back to us pen and paper but yeah, digital
0: and I'm buying I'm
1: it back. gagged because yeah I want that <laughs>
0: Wait, I'm pay- I'm literally taking a screenshot of my it's February. It's so
1: good. It's giving us like digital pen and paper. And for like us millennials, the last generation of the people that like love pen and paper, you know, want to turn the pages of the book, want to read a magazine. And so I feel like this is very much like speaking to us, but like giving us some newness, some tech.
0: It's definitely giving newness, giving tech. I'm am okay. I had to open it up on my iPad. I had to literally. I'm so thankful for the monologue you just gave because
1: I am texting. I you was a giving screenshot. you time to get your screenshot together. You um, but no, I do love this. Got my back. I'm <laughs> saving you one line at a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But no, I love good notes. That's actually Adam. This is not a fun fact about you at all, but it's cool that you're using this.
0: Thank you. <laughs> well another miss
1: (laughs) but is it because I'm so about to get this but no it does also speak towards who you are as a person a lot of you do know and love Adam who listen to this podcast and know that Adam is a organization king honey that's me yes and it's so uh, your videos are so addictive because they're not just like organized but they're like your commentary which is gold um And so wow, I love watching you. them. And I think my fun fact mm-hmm. is that I've been inspired by your organization. <gasps> mm-hmm. Really? I, I was at Home Goods and Marshalls and all the places. I love those stores in general. Me but, too. Um, <laughs> filling my cart up with clear bins and baskets and all kinds of organizational things. Like I even got the the lazy Susan, uh, clear I'm, situation. It's just so
0: good. It's, it's so just, good. Susan, she might be lazy, <laughs> but that girl can
1: spin. <laughs> that girl can spin and dish it out. Yes, yeah, she can. Oh. And excitedly brought them home, um, cleared out all my cabinets, my, my, wow. uh, yeah, like my, uh, what do you call the thing that you put your TV on? that your thing
0: credenza or like yes your, okay. i was like
1: console what is the thing console
0: yeah i think credenza is credenza. like a side table uh, for like keys
1: maybe i don't know maybe i like credenza but i love credenza it's that z in there that really gets me but that's also a cute pet name credenza get over here mm, <laughs> that is such a cute pet name credenza stop it
0: credenza yeah,
1: but yes, so I got all these things and I, I purged and I'm like, honestly, Adam, I'm I'm kind of embarrassed of the food that needed to be purged.
0: No, don't be. because Did that... not
1: know I had stuff in there from 2021. Yes.
0: And that happened so easily. It's in only... 2020s. Yes, it happened. And don't even, you can't, you can't, you have to let that go. And I'm giving like, you the permission.
1: That is expired, honey. Like you didn't even, right. you're not even looking for that.
0: Right. This was before the pandemic.
1: <laughs> For three, and I moved. <laughs> <laughs> I moved in twenty twenty one. Like, what? Why do I have I
0: know. things in okay, here? No. Okay. That see, that's a lot. where you traveled with your like,
1: I brought the expired avocado oil with me, as if right. I couldn't get some more. But yeah, so it felt really like I don't even want to be one of them people because it's not like I'm messy at all. But I do have like a way of having organized chaos. Mm-hmm. But I still like having things in 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 its place, but not in the specific way that Adam does it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go to his Instagram and see.
0: Well, I just do it because it's so like it's. I it's like to make things pretty. It, it's more it's just soothing. Yes, it felt, it's soothing. first of
1: all the process of it. Like I've always purged because I lived in New York for 15 years. So like dragging stuff around in that city is not worth it. Yeah, like the apartments are small. Everything's tight. Um, So I purged a lot in those years. So I've been very, like, used to doing that anyway. But it feels so much different when it's, like, your whole house. Yes. Um, Like, I did my closet and everything. And it was just, like, huh. And every time I, like, ended up, you know, throwing the old stuff away or um, I donated a lot of clothes, it just felt so light.
0: Yes. I love it.
1: Like, I woke up this morning and I was, like, whew.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I didn't need it. Why was I holding on to it? Yeah,
1: why do I collect all these things? I know. Which goes into our episode um, today. We're getting yes, into it, it in so many ways because we're going to be talking about walking away, normalizing when to walk away. And honestly, I, I love this story about Marie Kondo, who is famously known As a professional tidier, we all know and love the whole like, you know, if you don't love, what was it? If it, if it, if you don't love it, let it go.
0: If it doesn't bring you joy, if it doesn't bring you joy, yes, let it go. I asked all of my clothes. I remember watching that. Did you thank them
1: for their service? I thanked them
0: all. I saluted them and I sent them on their way.
1: That's so. It actually it sounds so silly, but, but it's so honestly, real. It is real, and it feels really good because it's not like you're tossing things away. Like, oh, I don't never, you know, I don't need that. Oh, why did I have that? It's like, no, I needed this. Thank you for this. Um, I appreciate what you've done. Yes. Um, but your time has come, and let's move on. So Marie Kondo became, you know, obviously famous for that, showing the whole world that we could have a beautiful tidy organized home and now she has walked away from it all uh-huh the value that she has placed in organizing is no longer there she has admitted to having become messy since mm-hmm. she has had her third child, which I'm like, girl, I would have been messy in the first child. OK, milk <laughs> would have been everywhere. Just everything Not is crusty. Milk. I, this is it's like lollipops email. are stuck to things. <laughs> just like <laughs>
0: you went straight to milk. Just when milk you went, is I'm everywhere. Messy, I'm dripping milk. It's everywhere.
1: It's everywhere. But Marie Kondo has turned her back on her organization to focus on what is more important in her life. And she says that is spending time with her family and being organized is not at the top of her priority list anymore. And don't fit in with that lifestyle that she's currently living.
0: No, the one covered in milk. <laughs> That's the and lifestyle crust. she's talking about. Crust, <laughs> milk, yeah, and lollipops.
1: Um, But listen, I didn't think her organization was too over the top. I honestly found no. it to be quite helpful and soothing in my life. Um, and it also, it, what's ironic, and she's saying she walked away from it to focus on what matters, her level of organization and cleanliness helped so many people focus on what actually matters. They, they yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes, just, totally. Like, <laughs> you don't feel cluttered and crazy uh, because your space is clear.
0: I remember when I watched her show on Netflix, mm. I cried during the first few episodes because she makes it really so beautiful of she like, does. you know, thanking your clothes and finding spaces for things. I really liked that she wasn't like, okay, no, it's got to go. That if somebody yeah, really like their how they, collection. How they
1: come in swinging on hoarders.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. At hoarders, they come in with <laughs> like gasoline tr- and a big lighter.
1: They bag the garbage truck up into the front yes. yard and they're like, all right, girl.
0: All right, let's get going. And then they're like, I haven't seen my cats in forever. And all of a sudden they take out these like furry frisbees and they're like, These these were your cats. That is is what always happens. Somebody always loses a cat and it comes out of the house flat.
1: Oh my God.
0: That's always, that's so true, isn't
1: it? (sighs) You know who's ever had to deal with a flat cat? Free condo. (laughs) <laughs> even, she's gonna have even, a flat cat <laughs> now it's time for her to get ready for her flat cats listen I, I am enthralled by the concept of her being like
0: no right especially I'm after away she made a whole this. career out of it.
1: now Marie Kondo definitely is not her house is not covered in milk I'm pretty sure No, everything is still spotless she right. might have like a Lego block Uh on her big wooden, I know she got like a gigantic wooden table.
0: Credenza. (laughs)
1: Big credenza. Yeah, she
0: has a credenza. You know what I mean?
1: Like a museum-esque kitchen table. I think that she is just admitting that sometimes things aren't workable Mm -hmm. anymore. It doesn't fit. One of the people who I love so deeply and so dearly and the world does too, Tabitha Brown, has always talked about Alignment in so many like really meaningful, beautiful ways, and she says this thing around like what's not for you, and you know like once you, so many people in life pick stuff up that's not for them mm-hmm. along the way um, because it's enticing or it's a, a good job or you know they're a, this, he's a good man or whatever, mm-hmm. and and they try to make it fit and they try to make it work because they believe so deeply that this thing is for them. But right. nothing feels as terrible and as clunky as picking up something that doesn't belong to you. So I feel like the idea of walking away feels like dropping the baggage that you may have like picked up along the way that doesn't belong to you.
0: Mm-hmm. It's Agreed. a
1: freedom. I don't know. It's really intriguing that she's just like, okay, Next.
0: Well, it reminds me of, like, Cameron Diaz, who she walked away from, you know, (laughs) It reminds me of
1: Cameron Diaz.
0: (laughs) It reminds me of Cameron Diaz. But wait, I'm dead serious. Because maybe, you know, she didn't have... Well, okay, wait. I'm going to go back to Marie Kondo. The, The Marie Kondo stuff does, like, really fascinate me. Because before the television show, she had all these books that were, like, out for years before the television show. And so I love that, like, she made it a priority to be with her family but that reminded me of the cameron diaz thing saying that she needed to walk away from like hollywood and and stuff like that like she wanted to like move away from a career that she had been with for a long time
1: well yeah that is and, and i love that too because not everybody is cameron diaz but everybody can relate to being in a career and pouring so much into it for so long. I know so many people and have grown up around uh, so many adults who have been in jobs for like 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine?
0: No, I And couldn't. like,
1: you know what I mean? Even if it's something that you really enjoy and acting, you know, it, I, I like acting. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's fun. I think it doesn't feel like working in a factory, but maybe it's something that Doesn't feel good if didn't feel good for Cameron and she needed to walk away. But so many people would look at her life from the outside and be like, why would you walk away from that? Yeah. Why would you leave this perfect job that you get to make all this money and do all these things and be cool and da, 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 da. But you have to have that thing inside of you. There's something inside of you that made you feel like, oh, no, this isn't it. And maybe she felt like that from day one on set. And Mm -hmm. just kept going and kept doing it because it was great and because all the millions were pouring in and because it was making her, you know, into a thing. But maybe it just didn't feel right to her. And she just literally was like, no, I think going back to like the Marie Kondo thing, I think like when you talk about her thanking clothes and, and showing gratitude for the things that people had in their lives and they need to let go of, she's always been connected to joy like yes. how does this thing like does oh, it bring you joy right point. yes and yes. so I think that's in reading uh one of the articles that was uh reported about Marie Kondo's change and the things that she wants to do differently it says that she leaves the readers with this what if every decision you made every goal you set and every aspect of your life was guided by what sparks joy <sighs> so like
0: so she's still living by she's her own She's still living rules. by the
1: thing that she champions in her life. Mm-hmm. But she's not making the literal organization be the thing. It's like, oh, joy is the thing,
0: right? Joy has always been the thing.
1: But yeah, like I very much appreciate the idea of that. Like if it's bringing you joy, period, lean into that. So yes. that to me goes back to the Tabitha Brown thing of like dropping off the baggage that doesn't belong to you because that can't possibly bring you joy to drag something around that doesn't fit.
0: No, dragging doesn't bring joy.
1: Listen, ooh, talk your talk, Adam yeah.
0: <laughs> But Danielle, you said <laughs> earlier that you have a situation or some situations in your life where you felt like you walked away from something. I know I I I feel that way too. But why don't you share yours first? I'm very curious. I love when you share.
1: I love when I share too. <laughs> You're Actually, a great no, share. I get very like. Ooh, I'm doing too much. I'm sharing too much. No,
0: no, 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 no. I love it. I know everybody who listens loves it too. I because I love it.
1: Oh, thanks, Adam. Yeah, I feel like within this particular topic topic of walking away. There's so many stories and, like, moments that I think of when I, like, didn't know whether or not I should stay or go. And I remember talking to a friend of mine about it, specifically when it comes to career. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been a journalist in, in, in this world of media for over 15 years, and it has been a lot. Okay. Um, I've been fired. I've been, you know, just like dragged and I've had some stuff happen that was just a lot when it comes to the Me Too movement and mm-hmm. it's been uncomfortable. And I, in talking to the friend of mine, I was like, it's so weird to be in these careers that you have known and wanted to be a part of for so long. And people tell you that it's the 10,000 hours, you know, the hard work and the dedication, the consistency, it pays off. And I do believe in that. I do. Mm -hmm. I definitely do. But there are a lot of times where all of that hard work is just hard work.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And it doesn't necessarily pan out. And I'm doing pan out in air quotes because, like, you know, what does success look like? And, And it looks like so many different things but when things don't actively pan out for something that you've worked at
0: mm-hmm. for over a
1: decade right and you find yourself maybe at the same level or keep getting let go of uh, at certain jobs uh or just can't seem to actually climb in any real way how do you know like to hold on and be diligent right or let go because it's just not real it's not going to work Mm-hmm. And so I faced that in in this journalism career several times and it's been interesting because I've let I have let go in so many different ways or or walked away in mm-hmm. so many different ways when I had gotten fired from essence. I decided that I no longer wanted to work for any publications but I still wanted to be a storyteller. I still wanted to do a journalist' job. I still wanted to report. But I had to decide, like, instead of walking away from media as a whole, I was like, well, what could it look like for me?
0: Right. So it's redefining that.
1: Yeah. So I think there's a lot of power and a lot of um, agency in that. Yeah. But, like, it's like a mini walk away. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, like, those times where it's like, "Mm, I don't really think that this is the space I'm supposed to be in when I get a demotion or when I go in at a certain position and uh, job title and I get bumped down to basically like a red carpet reporter. And it's like, am I going backwards? Should I keep going backwards? Does this make sense? I have been a punk about walking away from journalism. (laughs) Like I honestly (laughs) have. I was like thinking about like, yeah, I can remix it. And yeah, I could try something different and and move with the times and lean into digital. But honestly, I feel like I don't think I would ever fully walk away from my career as a journalist. Uh huh. But I think it's because it can be so many different things. It Am can. I making sense? I'm like processing no, as I'm speaking. No, no, no.
0: I understand what you're saying. That like, you know, maybe the. It's not safer, but like you had a job with a company, and to not pursue another job with a company to like branch out and to do your own thing, it was walking away from maybe that sense like of the guarantee security. And security for yes.
1: sure. Those are hard things to walk away from.
0: Yeah, very much so, especially when you want to do your own your own thing. I know, yeah. like when um I think of walking away, sometimes the time just feels right to like take Honestly, a step in another direction too. I you do too.
1: feel it. I don't know yeah. if you, if people feel connected to the universe or whatever the case, but like I feel like major shifts that have happened in my life, I feel mm-hmm. it I f- in an earthy it kind too. of way. Yes. Like I never thought I would leave New York City after wanting mm-hmm. to live there my whole life and that's my dream and I was just like Oh wait, it's time to walk away from New York, right? Yeah, but it's like it's there. It'll be it's it's not leaving. It's not going anywhere. Like Marie Kondo, like organization's not leaving. She can definitely go back to tidying up, right? But there's a when her house
0: becomes such a sty, she'll want to tidy it up. Listen, when the
1: milk gets too cracked, (laughs) when the
0: milk cracks on the table, that's when it's time to take out. That's
1: when it's time. But I think also life is so freaking hefty there are so many parts that like you getting to decide what you fuck with and what you don't yeah is just a part of it is is it does walking away feel like giving up to you
0: I think, you know, there's, I think there's a different, there's different kinds of walking away. So when I think of walking away, the first thing that comes to my mind in my own experiences is when I like retired from being a competitive athlete because there's really nobody telling you like it's time to retire, like you should stop now. Right. And for me, by the time I was where I was in my own career, I, could see what I accomplished. I could see that. Were there more things to do? Yes, there were. But I felt like it was the right time for me to try to take a step in another direction. I felt like it was time for me to close that chapter of myself. And it was really scary. And it felt really weird. Like that was not an instance where it felt like, okay, this isn't working out. I need to go. It just felt like I had been doing this for so long. It was That time had ended. It was time to take that next step in another direction. And that's for me when it was that walking away, because I also decided that I wasn't going to tour and I wasn't going to do like I shows up as a professional skater. Like I decided that I was like done. Mm. And that, you know, I love performing, but I felt like it was time for me to perform in like different ways, that it was time for me to take that next step. I think that there's been. Other times in my life where I have felt exactly like what you were saying before of like, is this not panning out? Like, what is going on? I feel like it's two steps forward and three steps back.
1: Right. Which is like the journey sometimes.
0: It is.
1: So there's never really any guarantee about like whether or not I should walk away from it. Yeah.
0: I think that like, when you get into those situations, what I have learned about myself is that if I felt like I was just repeating the same mistakes over and over and over, there was a lesson that I wasn't learning, that I was going to have to learn. I was going to go through that situation over and over and over until I learned that lesson. And then once I learned that lesson, I wouldn't make that same mistake again, or I wouldn't get myself into that same situation. And it's a, it was a real epiphany because I could break through through a lot of different things. But you know, of course, there's been times since where I've ran into the same situation a few times and it's like something there's not there's something I'm not doing different here to to get out of that. And I think if you've kind of run up against the wall and like you've tried so many different things and it's not working out, like then it's okay. like there's you'll have no regrets. I think if you can walk away from something and go, I don't regret, anything that I've done, I wouldn't have done anything differently. It's time for me to move on. I think that's when it's like a healthy time to walk away.
1: Yeah. I I didn't want to like <laughs> get into um, the like relationship sign of walking away only because I'm like, oh, I know I share a lot and I get personal, but some stuff I'm like, oh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies to be able to like talk about certain relationships and and also to have to omit certain details because I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna keep myself innocent. And but <laughs> which you are such an innocent angel. But like walking away from certain relationships that have been either just toxic as like a whole or honestly just too like mm, too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, I've for been what it too, was yes. worth, like those have been so hard for me to walk away from, especially in my 20s. I would find myself being in relationships, especially like one in particular that I'm thinking of and being so desperate for that person's love and them doing so many different toxic things throughout our relationship and saying, definitely looking back, I'm like, that was definitely verbal abuse but like saying certain things and making me feel a certain way, never making me feel secure, you know, keeping me on edge. And I knew that it was not good to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But when the love was loving, I was like, it, it
0: oh. It was great, right? I'm,
1: I'm here. This is home. Um, right, right. <laughs> and so it, it made it really hard for me yeah. to walk away from that. And, and this particular person who I'm thinking of, we dated two different times with a couple of years in between. Um, and we were very young when we first started dating, like 1920 um, years Ooh, old. and that so, is so
0: young. Oh my so
1: God. young. Oh my goodness. And I really thought like, that this could be like the love of my life. And so that's mm. how I, you know, you feel like that when you, yes. <laughs> when you be loving Everything somebody in those, so th- those ages. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, just the level of desperation that I have for this person kept me there. Mm-hmm. And I never understood, like, why... Like, looking back, I'm like, why did you... Why were you doing that? Like, you know that wasn't love. Was this um, like a
0: first love, would you say?
1: This was... ish? I, well, I think I, my first love, I'm like, I don't really think he is actually my first love. Um, so I think this was, like, my first real love.
0: Uh-huh. I think there's so much, like, layers to that. The yeah. first time someone makes you feel something or a certain way.
1: Yeah, it's like my heart was really, like, open and mm-hmm. just in in need of this person. And so, like, walking away was not an option. And I mean, right. like, screaming and crying, like, phone calls that were just, like, dramatic.
0: Oh, my God. This you, sounds just so exhausting. You know what
1: I mean? Like, I'm like, yes. what am I? I couldn't like, imagine why do we do even that? having that type of energy right now for a relationship.
0: I mean, I think of my first boyfriend and the situations that I found myself with him. I'm like, oh, my God, if anybody talked to me that like that now, I would be in jail. I know it.
1: Literally, like, I would never let myself be like that for someone. Ever again, like to yes. the point where it's like you are in a one sided relationship, honey. Like you are literally crying and fighting to be in something where someone is constantly antagonizing you. Right. That is definitely time to walk away. Um, and thank God I haven't ever been in anything physically uh abusive in that way. So like I know for sure if it ever got to there, <laughs> oh, she's leaving immediately. like I'm walking away from that. So I think that there is a lot of value, obviously, and self-love and acceptance that is attached to the walking away that Mm -hmm. doesn't quite make it feel like a give up.
0: Oh, agreed.
1: Because I just thought like walking away has to have in order for it to not feel victimy and sad. Mm -hmm. It has to have like an action item behind the walk away. Like Marie Kondo walked away from organizing, but is walking steadfast into joy.
0: Right. Which she always kind of was. And she just has redefined what her whole mantra means.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can do the walk away thing without feeling defeated, especially if there is something actionable behind it.
0: Yes. And I think sometimes even when it comes to relationships, I think sometimes people feel this shame of like it not working out or like if I just try a little harder. And and it's so funny how like that. Oh, mentality yeah. Like of, you like, feel
1: like you failed. Yes. And like,
0: I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not I'm going to keep I'm going to stick it out or it's just but. I really love what you said about the self-love because it's taking that time to analyze and to process the whole situation in front of you and to really take a good look at yourself and go, is this serving me? Yeah. Is this still bringing me joy? And if it's not, then it is time to walk away from it because it is not bringing any sort of fulfillment into your life.
1: Real. 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 Adam, you be talking that talk. Okay, I heard you today. But yeah, I I love that. Thank you for, for giving us a little bow to wrap it in. Now, what do you think we are normalizing around walking away?
0: I think we're normalizing that walking away isn't giving up.
1: We need to normalize knowing, like, in your gut, that earthy feeling of like, okay, this is, please walk away from this. Yes. Versus giving up. Mm -hmm. And also normalizing the action behind the walk away.
0: Yes. Yes. What are
1: you walking towards
0: now? That's amazing. You can walk away if you're walking towards. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me kind of doing my classic thing where Danielle says something that I really like. And then I just say it with like a different intonation (laughs) And, and like different louder, emphasis
1: on a different <laughs> yeah. syllable.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> which is kind of like my trademark kind of move. It's just like I'll repeat something in a way where, into my own ear, it sounds like oh, they I hear thought it.
1: of it. They hear it. They hear yeah. it every week. I, I, I hear.
0: It, I, I hear it too. But it's, <laughs> sometimes it feels
1: walk away feel from
0: that. I'm trying. I'm actually walking into it head first, which is the issue. <laughs> With no issue. helmet, just right head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness That was a healthy Discussion of walking away Agreed It's time for our favorite Part of the show I'm ready Keep, <gasps> it, Keep it or, or curb Oh, so horrible for you first time <laughs> listeners how dare you but also this is a segment where we take a look at new social trends adam sings the song a little late mm-hmm. and we decide whether or not these trends are worth keeping or curbing okay mm-hmm. okay I'm gonna kick it off are you ready i'm ready <clears throat> i didn't talk to pew this time okay So is there anyone else? There's a couple other people um, that we could have consulted for this one. So according to the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, Mm -hmm. the United States should eliminate seasonal time changes in favor of national fixed year round time. You know, Mm -hmm. gone, gone somewhere with the daylight savings in them. So apparently there's been extensive evidence that claims that transitioning both in and out of daylight saving time throughout the year can lead to significant health and safety risk for the in the long term. Oh, Stressful. Um, okay. That not is my so health. stressful. <laughs> N- not my long term. <laughs> not my long term health. OK, <laughs> those health related effects include sleep disruption, mood disturbances. I do not need more of those. No. Suicide. Oh, my oh. God. An increase in car accidents. What? In the first few days of the change from standard time to daylight saving time. Okay, so wait. If they change it, we're going to be suffering all these things?
0: I think we already are suffering all those things.
1: Uh, we are.
0: We are. We are already, our health is already at a safety risk in the long term. It's
1: in the long term safety risk. So they're also saying that even the stock market is volatile the Monday after the transition to daylight savings time in the United States. Even the stock market don't know what to do. So it's a mess. It's It's a mess. mess. So, Adam, are we keeping or curbing daylight savings time? Okay, I think (sighs) curb it. It's so fucked
0: up when it yeah. gets dark at 4 p.m. I'm done with that. I want my light. I want my dark at the dark times and I want my light <laughs> at the light times. Period.
1: Stop changing my clock. Stop changing it around unless like, you know, I, I remember one really good one when I was in college and I was at the club and daylight savings time happened and we got an extra hour in the club. That's
0: Okay, I'm for. That was Let's the only care. time. Let's get rid of daylight savings, except let's always give ourselves an extra hour. Yes. So that in a few years, we're just on the wrong day. (laughs) I think that's fine.
1: I think that is fine to do. If daylight savings is giving us mood disturbances and sleep disruptions and car accidents and uh, like please count me out.
0: Yeah, no, count me out. Actually, Danielle, I have an idea. I say we curb daylight savings, but we have one day where everybody gets an extra hour at like two a.m., just like normal daylight savings. But then we just take away one hour in the middle of that same day, like just at like Ugh, four. Yes, confuse right?
1: us even harder.
0: But we'll just do one day where we get that extra hour to like we'll sleep in and it be back like in the day. Yeah, nobody'll notice. Nobody notices what happens between two and three anyway. Ever never no. curb it. Curb, gone. Bye. Okay, well, since you did not want to go to Pew, yeah. I thought we should. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> a mandatory. A mandatory Pew Research oh paper. Oh, my gosh. So, Danielle, according to Pew Research, my favorite research team, Pew, pew, pew. Um, pew, pew, pew. The general public remains cautious about the impact artificial intelligence is having on American life. I'm scared of AI. AI. So people use it for, you know, wearable fitness trackers. So like Apple watches and your Fitbits, customer service chatbots, my least favorite chatbots on Mm -hmm. the planet, security cameras, and that's just to name a few. So 38% of people surveyed say that they're actually more concerned than excited about AI. while only 15% are excited about the technology. And experts have raised a number of moral, ethical, and legal questions about the expanding capabilities of AI. Danielle, I'm scared. I'm terrified. What uh, are what are your thoughts?
1: I don't know. I'm I love technology and its advancements, but honey. <laughs> yeah. If, AI if, is has <sighs> this very demonic, um yes, very. scary. Way of like just I don't know, making me no. feel very scared and uncomfortable.
0: Don't predict me.
1: I don't want that. <laughs> don't. I mean, predict it's already me. like technology is already doing that. Yeah, I think we stopped, though. Yeah, I think it's it's going. It's definitely going very far. I I saw a uh AI version of Morgan Freeman. And someone, you know, a voiceover actor who can do the Morgan Freeman voice really well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he made this whole speech about AI and, and it's what it can do and and like how it can change the world. And it's just, I don't know. It don't feel yeah. safe. It feels like, no, it you know, it gets like into so the deep fake. fakes and all of yes. that stuff um on the Internet. And so I just I don't know. I've seen that Morgan Freeman. you seen that clip?
0: Yeah, I don't like it.
1: I don't. I do not like that. I don't
0: like that at all.
1: Because I don't think I, f- I just I don't feel comfortable knowing that people can construct anything. They can fake you
0: out. I don't want that. I want to talk to the real Morgan. <laughs> I need
1: the real Morgan.
0: <laughs> I don't want
1: to talk to his
0: fake out, his decoy. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want your chatbot. First of all, whoever invented the chatbot was an idiot.
1: Yeah, They're the what, dumbest what is, bots don't on earth. I want it.
0: I'm curbing artificial intelligence. I hate it. Curbing I want artificial
1: it. intelligence?
0: And we're getting rid of the chat bots.
1: Because I don't even understand it. No.
0: I don't like it. I really <laughs> like, don't like it. who are y'all? No, Yeah, what are y'all? I'm done. <laughs> and Stop. How do, are,
1: do you You have an account?
0: Yeah, Do you have it. a
1: face? Stop. Get out an opinion? of here.
0: <laughs> mm don't like
1: it i don't curb. like it curb it curb it curb, curb it curb. um mm, adam Danielle. if i could say anything about today's conversation i would say that it was meaty
0: it was definitely meaty yeah I, but still I, tender it was very tender. Like it was short juicy rib. yes it was like um ribs from salt creek grill have you ever had them no. at salt creek grill it's they're so good there was one on the up. on the west side and it closed so mm.
1: So it's not that good. Not have to go to like good. Bakersfield. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, they've glossed
0: the pandemic. I don't trust your food choices them.
1: anyway, because I know how your Midwestern I know. grew up and I just, no, thanks. Uh, Mayonnaise on everything. But yeah, we did, we shared a lot. Yeah, we shared we a lot about walking away and I'm so proud of Marie Kondo for being like, you know what, everybody, <laughs> screw it.
0: Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love her honesty.
1: Congrats to her and Cameron Diaz for (laughs) for closing those chapters.
0: The two dots that I connected in this.
1: (laughs) For closing those (laughs) chapters of their lives and moving forward, onward and upwards.
0: Oh, yes. Walking away
1: is not quitting, right?
0: No, it is not.
1: Especially if you have an action plan. Mm -hmm. That, my friends, is me and Adam's time for today. I know y'all are sad about it. I get sad when I listen to the podcast and it's over. Me too. (sighs) But we so love you for listening. Make sure that you're out here rating, commenting, subscribing, wherever you listen to your podcast. Reach out to us on Instagram and the Twitters or wherever you want to because we are here for you. The DMs are open and let us know what you want to see normalized because we are loving the suggestions. Like we wouldn't even be able to do this show. Mm-hmm. without your suggestion. So thank <laughs> you so much for your kindness and your brains. Um my handles for you to do the reaching out are at the Danielle Young on Instagram and at RapsoDaniel on Twitter. Adam, where can the people at you at?
0: Danielle, the people can at me on Twitter <laughs> at Adam Ripon and on Instagram at at a rip and like danielle said yes keep the normalizing topics coming coming. keep it coming we're loving it we would prefer if they were from you and not from ai we actually could ask don't you
1: even slide your ai into (laughs) i will report you as abuse
0: yeah and i will too (laughs) so you know what keep sending us your your authentic topics real ones and uh, that's it for now. So we'll see you next time I normalize this. Until then, mm-hmm. if it doesn't bring you joy, you can walk
1: away. Just leave it in your credenza. Leave it on the credenza. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, credenza. <laughs> credenza, sit down. <laughs>
0: Hey, listeners, we want to hear from you. Make sure you're following MakeSpringHill on all platforms for weekly show updates.